Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Caging Greatness Season 3. Loading in. 3, 2, 1. Nick Cage smooches good. Rule number one, don't work where you live. Rule number two, don't write anything down. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, put my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. Sometimes I let matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something, anything. People don't throw things at me anymore, maybe because I carry a bow around. I just stole 50 cars in one night. I'm a little tired, I'm a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. I should always trust my instincts as a shamanic thespian. Tool up, honey bunny. It's time to get bad guys. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. My buddy Grant just lost a dark hawk, and he's like, how is he so big? I was like, how many cards are in your deck? He's like, fuck, it's deck, not hand size. <laughs> oh, that's not cool. That's dark hawk counts the number of cards I, in your deck. I know. Like, I don't, <laughs> why is dark hawk that strong? He's dark hawk. Because he's dark hawk, man. Dark hawk he sucks. Dark hawk is cool Dark hawk looking. or dark hawk man? You're confusing the <laughs> listeners right now, Jeremy. Well, you know, dark hawk from like Marvel. Yeah, like that doesn't help most people. Nobody gives a fuck about Darkhawk. I give a fuck about Darkhawk. Look, it's like the three Dazzler fans, I'm, okay? I'm also the one guy who gives a fuck about Vance Astro. <laughs> that, I can absolutely guarantee you. Yes, you're the only person who gives a happy damn about Vance goddamned Astro. He's cool looking. He has psychic powers. The, oh boy! Eddie, oh. welcome everyone to <laughs> hello. How dare you shit talk Vance it's, Astro? It's not the uncaged episode of worst comic book characters, of which Vance Astro would absolutely be in the top ten. His name is Major Victory. It's so fucking uh. stupid. <laughs> this is you. a standard episode of Caging Greatness. We've had some scheduling. Well, this whole let's be real. This whole year, as far as scheduling goes, has been. Fucked. Yes, thank you. <laughs> fucked. Um, shit happens. What shit can you does say? happen, you know? And like, I, I wanted to do another uh, episode of Mixtab Muffin Manor last week, but by the time I realized we weren't going to have an episode, it was way too fucking late and I had too much to do. <laughs> it's okay. I made up for it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, with our the brand new show on the network, The Instruction Booklet, getting Yay! some mad views so far. Mad views. Mad views. Like they're angry at you, Jeremy. I know. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Frank, me and Frank have beef. Uh, soon I'm going to have sh- beef with Shimmy over him shitting on Vance Astro. So. Uh, I mean, I, I don't hate anyone for liking terrible characters. He's not a terrible character. I Look, hate there are worse characters lying. out there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that doesn't make him less terrible. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's totally. beef, motherfucker. I will fight you. Come at me. I've been in this corner for two fucking weeks. Yeah, and? <laughs> Let me take my shoes off. Well, hopped up on fucking munchy chips. <laughs> Not Mountain Dew? Not Mountain Dew. Oh, well, I've had Mountain Dew, so. Well, enjoy having green kiss. <laughs> I'm sure the Hulk does too. So, <laughs> I have, you know, you know Canon, you'll remember. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy will too, because you've been here since the yeah. very beginning. I like to read out our reviews, like oh. our, our rating system on Apple and whatnot. Uh, we did get a brand new five-star rating on Apple Podcasts from Zombies Are Bay. Okay. Uh, consistently hilarious. These dudes never fail to crack me up, even over the dumbest stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Shimmy, smiley face. First time I've ever been specifically thanked or referenced in any review or comment ever. Hell nice. Yeah. Congrats. Hell yeah. Because, you know, like, Cannon's the social media star. It's and not Jeremy true. was hiding in a saying vent. that. It's not true. Yeah. Hiding in a vent forever. You know, so, so that was nice. It was gratifying. I usually don't... Uh, People don't usually usually shout me out, so that was cool. I, I know like who that. that is. 
Uh-oh. You might. We know who that is, though. Do I think. we? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that's Jay. Might be Jay. Actually. Yeah. Who uh, will should be a guest on here sometime in June. I'll have to check my schedule. Oh, he'll be on. He'll be on. Yeah. And if that's not you, Jay, apologies. Yeah. But I'm pretty. I'm I'm about seventy thirty on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, used to, I would have said, well, you know, just narrow it down. We'll only find the people who call me Shimmy. It's a small list. But thanks to Pat deciding that's just my fucking name and using it all the time. <laughs> uh, that list has grown exponentially. In fact, you can trace the history of my life by what I was called. Because like the first eight to 12 years, I was Justin. Mm. Then there were six Justins in my school. So I was Snipes. And people knew me as Snipes until... Until I left the church and the school and that whole life behind. And then people knew me as Justin again for about six minutes before people like Pat started calling me Shimmy. And so now it's just Shimmy. Right. Was Pat the originator of Shimmy? No, Rob did that shit. Rob still does that shit. So Rob was the first person to call you Shimmy. Rob was the first person to call me Shimmy conversationally. Okay. And that stemmed from us uh, playing a lot of Call of Duty with a bunch of our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get shorthand <laughs> handles and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Even though they all fucking knew me from high school, too, they just shortened it to Shimmy because one of them we were playing with is a dude named Justin who, uh, yeah. for a long time, and might still be a regular listener of the show. Hey, Justin, what's up? Hi. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Rob sort of popularized that among certain people, and then Pat just willed it into existence. Okay. Well, Pat, look what you've done! <laughs> <laughs> Did you will his chair to explode? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't will it, but I wasn't upset to see it happen. Okay, that was that was on an AYCH show, correct? Was was that that was the hundredth? That was the hundredth episode. Oh, that was our show. Yeah, our show. (laughs) That was this show. We. We've done a lot of recording lately. That's why yeah. I was asking, because I was legit. I was like, wait, what's Because you, you haven't been on Ock with like me and Jeremy recently. So that, that was yeah, my, first, that was my no. first time on Ock. Right. I got to make sure the two knuckleheads upstairs, you know, doesn't destroy the house sometimes. Yeah. No, that's very fair. No, that, was, <laughs> that, was on, uh, that was on our 100th episode. So. God, that was. <laughs> Listeners at home, if. God, just the chair's still there. Little peek, yeah. little yeah, there. Little peek behind the curtain. As I was walking down the stairs and I rounded the corner before we hit record, I saw that foot, the remnants of that chair, and just started laughing. Well, like, you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. I just remembered that that fucking chair exploded underneath Pat the other. Day. It was great. That was a good time. Live on air. It was wonderful. Oh, it was so fucking fun. <laughs> you know, that's like how so it was like one of the first interactions of me with the group was uh, at, I think it was Pathfinder at the Crimson Castle when it was still open. Fucking Roman gave me a chair that was busted and I slowly crumbled in front of everybody. That's funny. And I like just met everybody like right then and there. <laughs> hey, how's it going, everybody? I was literally like, I know this is a fucking audio show, but y'all, I did this. I was like, hey, everybody. I just slowly curved aside. <laughs> I wasn't there for that, but I heard about it. Yeah. It the was, first time I ever heard about you was when Eli was telling me about this guy who walked in and just fucking vaped in the store. <laughs> and she's like, what? No, the I f- vaped in front of you in the store accidentally. Yeah. I was in front of you in the store. I, yeah, I think you did that. The, the, and yeah. I immediately felt fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. <laughs> it makes you feel better. At least once a month, I have to say, excuse me, don't fucking vape in here. What are you doing? Yeah. Because people are heathens. People are fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like, for, for reference, y'all, I had a busted vape. It was broken, so I had it in my hand. Didn't want to put it in my pocket, obviously. <laughs> and, um, no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't broken. It was leaking. That's what I was doing. I was holding it upright. And then I just left the vape store. You can vape in there. I come straight over to Shimmy's shop, forgot where the fuck I was for like two fucking seconds, took a fat rip. I even was look I was even looking at Justin's eyes the whole time. Me and I was ahead. just like, and as soon as it left my lips and I blew the cloud, I was just like, I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> so I make it up to me, buy something. I was like, oh fuck yeah, I will. Make a recommendation. And that's when I became a fan of Quantum and Woody. Thanks, Justin. You're welcome. <laughs> Quantum and Woody's a great book. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and who would have thought that that dirty, dirty vapist would now be one of my very best friends? Here I am, still vaping though. I need to quit that. Shit. You really ought to. It's not good. <laughs> like I know I don't have a lot of room to talk about healthy lifestyle choices, considering I eat like a fucking rhino. 
Um, but, you know, I don't drink. And I don't vape. And I don't do any drugs stronger than Advil. So there's something to be said for that. Anyway, tonight uh, we... As I hit the... <laughs> Well, at least you weren't looking straight at me when you blew that out this time. No, I, I direct my plumes from here. God, God bless you. <laughs> Tonight is not just a random ass talkie episode. Oh, no. We actually watched a movie, so it's going to be sort of like it used to be when things were normal around here. We watched a cage movie. At I, shocking. It might be like our fourth of the third, maybe of the year. No, uh, it's our second. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, look. Scheduling's been real tough. A lot of things have been happening. Yo, okay, our ceiling sorry. was raining. It, it was bad. It it's, was legit. Yeah, shit's been shit's been crazy. But we watched Gone in sixty seconds. Woo! No, no. So. Fucking that wasn't 60 seconds. That was a no, second. No, that movie was a lot longer than 60 seconds. Yeah, it was a two hour. Yeah, two hour movie. <laughs> and weirdly, didn't feel like two hours, but also very much felt like two hours. Yeah. It, it had its um, spits and spurts, most definitely. So we're going to do that thing we that you do. do. Get it sued. <laughs> just a combination of chaos that just happened. Me singing that thing you do, you burping. It's just beauty. Jeremy pissed himself. Y'all couldn't hear it or see yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy. God damn, not again. <laughs> Wait, that's not his piss. Who pissed Jeremy's pants? Frank? That might be just the basement. It does leak. <laughs> uh, so we watched God in 60 Seconds. We're going to do the thing that we usually do. We're going to go around in a circle. In this case, a weird... Uh, right angle triangle and we're going to give our brief review with a star rating and then we'll talk about the movie some uh probably longer than 60 seconds but i'm i'm guessing not longer than 60 minutes it's uh, already very late and there's not a lot to talk about with the sorry. movie really so canon yes what did you think of gone in 60 seconds oh that last one was a little spicy oh yeah that that oh. sounded like it hurt them <laughs> hot dogs coming back to fight a little bit yeah but um it's it's been a while. It's been some years since I've seen Gone in sixty seconds. Uh, I remember uh, enjoying it as a young man, especially because I'm pretty sure this was my introduction to Angelina Jolie, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I'm I'm a lip man for a reason. But um, <laughs> looking at you too, Scar Joe. But um, his favorite rocker is Mick Jagger. It's really crazy. Oh God, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but I can't get what you were doing can't there. Get no satisfaction. Wow. <laughs> um, I after not seeing it for a while, I'm a, I will honestly say that I had a really good time. Good. This um. This movie, like, I think it's a it's a nice blend. Uh, I think Cage is is uh, has a good performance in here, quite charming, in fact, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, has a really rad cast. We'll get into it. Honestly, gone in sixty seconds. Uh, I'm sitting at about three and a half. I nice. could, yeah, three and a half or could easily go to a four if I, you know, feel like stealing a car at any point. That's fair. Very fair. All right. Uh, Jeremy. Uh, so, yeah. I owned this movie. Still own this movie on VHS. Bought it when it came out. Uh, watched it religiously. <laughs> also had the soundtrack. Uh, uh, my stepdad was a was a mechanic slash gearhead, so it was always kind of fun like watching that with him. Uh, I, I give this movie four stars. I have a lot of fun just watching it. It's still got some really stupid, hilarious stuff in it that just, I'm just like, that's ridiculous, but this is still funny. And uh, for a two-hour movie, it has got one of the leanest fucking plots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of meat there. No, it's, that's a, it's a Brockheimer movie in the 2000s. It's all fast, no furious. Yeah, which came out the next year. Yes, it did. Yes, <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like the 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 grouping sort of like oh these are all funny caricatures of people. I feel like that is where later Fast and Furious movies really got the inspiration. When was the wasn't the Italian Job with Mark Wahlberg around the same time too? I want to say that was like 2004 ish. It's just a string no of like, idea. but Italian Job was a remake too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, four stars. I even watching it tonight, I was like, man, I kind of want to go rewatch this, and I kind of want to go back and re-listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> Italian Job was 2003. Okay. 
So yeah, this in 2000, Fast and the Furious, yep. and then Too Fast, Too Furious, and then Italian Job. I'm not sure when Too Fast, Too Furious came out. I yeah. can't imagine it was like the next year. That seems pretty fast. Oh, yeah, 02, and Furious. 03, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, how did you feel about the movie? I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, uh, like, my, my father, and that usually is a phrase that either begins the work of uh, Tristram Shandy or a bad childhood story of mine, if you're a, an English literature type person. Uh, my father was a car salesman. Mm. So I am not a big car guy. Okay. I don't I don't much care. For, like, I can appreciate something very pretty. Uh, like, I saw um, an Audi R8 once in Northport. Yeah. Beautiful car. I was staring at it. We were just, like, traffic was stopped. There's a beautiful woman in the front, I'm told. I didn't see. I was looking at the fucking car. Because it's a pretty car. Yeah. <laughs> but... Generally speaking, I, I don't much care for cars. Like I, I can't tell the difference between a lot of them. I don't care about the difference between a lot of them. I don't like driving very fast. Or furious. Or furious. Now, I mean, I can get a little mad. <laughs> but it's, like, it's a fucking college town. Some of these yeah. kids. Nobody they, knows how to fucking drive here. They don't know how to fucking drive. So there's, there's fury. <laughs> Lots of fury. For real. But I don't go fast. It's more like fury road. Right. Right. Ooh. Uh, like, see, I like the cars in the Mad Max universe more than I like, like, modern cars. Like, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I'll drive a big rig with fucking spikes and flamethrowers. Yeah. Fuck Rusty's yeah, my yeah, favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> Leather and rust. <laughs> uh, but like, it, this was a, I mean, it was a fun movie. I, uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to go against, like, my opinion is going to be different from canon in that I, and I understand it's not anything against her. It's not anything against her looks. I'm not saying she's not a beautiful woman. I have just never really been a fan of Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Like, even her early stuff, I was like, mm. it's And it's the same phenomenon that's happened lately, not lately, like five, six years ago with Gal Gadot, how, for some reason, there's this whole subset of men who are like, this is the perfect woman. She is the most beautiful goddess I have ever laid eyes on. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, I mean, yeah, she's she's very pretty. Are you okay? Like, she's not... She's not going to fuck you. Calm down, my guy. <laughs> uh, so, like, it's just, there's always, like, that, like, that flavor of the year actress. And a lot of times, I, I just don't see why the appeal is that insane. Yeah. And Angelina Jolie was very much like that, because I didn't like Tomb Raider as a game series. It wasn't my thing. I've still never seen Tomb Raider. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't care for the movies, because I didn't care for the game. I saw the first one in theaters. Ooh. My my friend was like a huge fan of like the Tomb Raider game. He's like, let's go. And I was like, <laughs> well, it's all like, cause I'd go see a movie every weekend and I lived in a town where we had two choices. <laughs> and so it was either that or something I didn't want to see. And I was like, well, it was like the time it was either eight mile or the world is not enough. And I went and saw the world is not enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I like Eminem's music, but I don't like eight mile yeah. or the music from eight mile. Oh man, that movie's good. I just, I just don't care. Uh, but <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't care. Well, I just don't care. Um, like I can, I, like it's like with the Joker movie, the Joaquin Phoenix one. Like, it's oh a yeah, very well made, beautifully acted movie that I never want to see again, and I kind of hate. Don't call it. Kind of hate. I will never forget the day you told me your pure fucking hatred of that movie. We were in your house. It was just it was like, hey, Cannon, I finally saw the Joker. I was like, oh, really? What'd you think about it? I fucking hated it. And then he went on for like three <laughs> minutes, with, took, took two breaths, and I was just like, I, shit, okay. I was, so, <laughs> I was pretty neutral on that movie until the director showed his ass. And I, then I was like, nope. Todd, yeah, Todd Phillips is kind of a prick. Yeah. Zack Snyder also kind of a prick. But what'd you give the review of the movie, though? This one? Oh, yeah. No, all that to say, like, I thought the movie was fine, but I don't much care about cars in general. I'm not a big fan of Angelina Jolie. I never have been. Uh, I liked a lot of the extended cast. Uh, good. Like, Cage was really good. He Robert was, Duvall. Robert Duvall was great. Like, Cage was surprisingly understated in this, for the most part. Like, we've seen him be crazy. Oh, yeah. Giovanni Rabisi. It shows Giovanni Rabisi is fantastic. Christopher Eccleston. My man, Timothy Oliphant, baby. The Oliphant, Eccleston was great. Uh, there's this one. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, throwing shit around. <laughs> there's this one character actor. That I'm trying to find his name because I love him. Uh, Are you talking about the. TJ Cross. 
No, not TJ Cross. You're talking about Vinnie Jones? No, Vinnie Jones is great, too. Chai McBride, that's it. Chai McBride. I love Chai McBride. He's been in iRobot. He's been in uh, The Frighteners. He was on House for several episodes. Oh, he was in Undercover Brother. Oh, yeah. I fucking love this dude. Uh, and he was in He was great. But, like, that's... There were too many... For me, like, all the, the fun characters were... Like, their time was sacrificed to the, quote-unquote, new generation of car thieves who, like, three of them were just bland fucking... Uh, L.A. Beach white dudes who have no personality. The one guy who wound up being in an Oceans movie later? Yeah. So all of that to say, this movie was fine. I thought it was weirdly long and also very short in terms of like plot because so much of it is stealing the cars. Mm-hmm. And you don't see them steal 50 cars. You just hear about okay. them doing it. But even then, I feel like you see way too much stealing cars. Yeah. For how the movie ends with like the big climactic shootout and shit, it's three and a half stars. It's not bad. I didn't hate it. I I didn't hate my time <laughs> watching it. I don't think I'm gonna watch it again anytime soon. Um, yeah, three and a half stars is is fine. Nice, nice. And you put some respect on Scott Kahn's name, Jeremy. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's James. Boy. Yeah, that one guy ended up in the ocean. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, that's <laughs> a, it was funny because like, we finished the, as the movie gets done. I was just like, God, this kind of feels like a proto template to like an oceans film. And then I look and I'm like, Oh shit! I mean, after <laughs> sitting through, this, y'all know like uh, how I mean, much- oceans was a fucking remake too. I don't Yo, know. Uh, yes, goddamn. Fast and the Furious was a remake too of, of fucking Hamlet. <laughs> it's I think. Bullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Bullet. <laughs> Sorry, what, what were you about to say, kid? Um. It's like, uh, you know, I love the Fast and Furious franchise. As goofy as these fucking movies get, I, I fucking love it. Like them. that time The Rock fixed his broken arm by flexing? Wasn't that rad, though? <laughs> Wasn't that fucking sick, though? <laughs> but, Daddy's anyway, Like, and after watching this movie, like, we, like, like we've established, like, a year later, The Fast and Furious, the very first one, came yeah. out. Like, this movie, I mean, granted, it wasn't about, you know, like, there was, like, literally one barely race scene at the very beginning after they stole the car. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end, at the picnic table, they're eating food and whatnot. I was just like, I'm just, it's I'm just like, wow, this is almost... It's about family. Bits were taken from this movie <laughs> and, like, put into this other movie that m- turned into, like, ten other movies. Yeah. This movie was fast, so Vin Diesel could be furious. Goddamn right. God. <laughs> you cut fucking Nick Cage a check right now. <laughs> so, for all our listeners who don't care to go watch two hours of a car thief movie, <coughs> here's the plot. Christopher Eccleston, in between regenerations, uh, is a bad guy. And he has hired a crew led by that one dude whose name I can never remember who was John Travolta's henchman in Punisher and also the other coach from Remember the Titans that wasn't Denzel. Uh, Something like Giovanni. Will Patton. Will Patton, thank you. Uh, Will Patton is working for the doctor and Will Patton has Giovanni Ribisi to, they need him to steal a bunch of cars and they fuck up and they get the cops come to the warehouse and like, oh, all these cars. But they all escape, and they're like, well, fuck, Christopher Eccleston is going to kill Giovanni Ribisi because he just fucked him on this deal, right? And so they're like, oh, call his brother. And his brother's Nicolas Cage. And so the doctor's like, hey, you're going to steal these cars from me. I'm going to kill your brother, and also you, and your mom. I'm just going to kill a bunch of people. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> and so Cage is like, yeah, fine, whatever. So Cage is like the best car thief ever. <laughs> but so, I'm retired. <laughs> so Cage gets all his buddies together, the ones who are still alive, including Vinnie Jones, Chai McBride, uh, Robert Duvall, who is mostly in the garage, and Angelina Jolie with her terrible hairdo, <laughs> and and then all the people from Rabisi's crew, and they steal 50 cars, except they only steal 49 because the cops have been onto them the whole time. And then because the, they only got 49, the doctor's like, hey, fuck you. And Nicholas <laughs> Cage's like, no, fuck you. And then Cage's buddies are all like, no, fuck you. And then the cops show up. And Eccleston uh, almost kills one of the cops. But Cage's like, no. And he kills the doctor, but the doctor doesn't regenerate. And then the cop's like, hey, get out of here. And Cage's like, yeah, okay, sure. And then that's the end of the movie. That's the whole plot. <laughs> See? Fast and Furious. Fucking lets him go. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. we should have we should have thought of this beforehand and timed you to see if you can give the the synopsis in sixty seconds. Yeah, that would have been fucking funny. Um, I mean, I feel like that was probably around sixty seconds or less. Probably, I give it about a minute twenty seven. We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll look at the tape. We'll look yeah, at the tape. We'll look at the tape. <laughs> I'll be curious to find out. 
so yeah, those of you out there listening, rewind it, see how long it took me to do that synopsis and get in the comments. Tell us, let us know, give us interaction, let us know you're there. We feel like we're talking into empty space. Tell us we're pretty. Help. Yeah, like we need we need the 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 building up, right? We're dudes. Nobody compliments dudes in today's <coughs> society. We need the self-esteem boost. I don't like me. So anyway. this is yes, like, fucking follow, share, comment, comment, comment. <laughs> tell us all the things. Even if you hate our faces, you fucking tell us down below or wherever you fucking do that on whatever podcast app you use. That's right. And we're not looking for like more and more listens. I don't, we don't care if we stick in the 20 to 50 range, which we've been in. Uh, more we listens just, would be pretty rad. Though. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. More. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, Jeremy and I were talking. We're going to do this big billboard advertisement. His face <laughs> is going to be front fucking center. No, no. <laughs> No, 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 sir. Can Creed be in the in the ad campaign? <laughs> God. <laughs> we just want to know you're there. And that you like us. And that, and that what we're doing is good. So anyway, gone in 60 seconds. Like I said, there's not a lot of plot there, you know, like honestly. But I mean there's a lot of a lot of movie. Uh Master yeah. P is in it. Yeah. Uh, and he makes him say, ah. Uh, and then like na na na. I still WWCW Superstar Master P. What would Master P do? The the scene where they run into the diner and because the cops are in there and they won't go in. I still to this day always remember the aren't you? I and I'm just like it's it's it always sticks in my head. I like how he was trying to say all right, but in the slang way like I. But then the subtitle says I like a fucking pirate. Yeah. That made me so happy. I, I, yar, matey. <laughs> There's so many like. Gone little- in 60 leagues, yar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 50 ships is a lot harder than 50 cars, matey, let me tell you. Our dock isn't big enough, I swear. Like, there's no water here. Have you seen this place? Joy, lad, what are you good at? I can use a sextant better than any man alive oh, while you're on the crew. I'm grumpy. I need a Starbucks. <laughs> I once saw the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're closed. Oh, let's go to Dunks. <laughs> That's right. Well, Captain, I have Miss Garvey. Gonna, gonna remake this movie as fucking pirates. Yo. <laughs> Gone in 60 clicks, or what, what would it be Not, called? <laughs> Instead of Lowrider, it's just a sea shanty. <laughs> Yar, play Weller Man. All right, let's go. <laughs> You know, play, some, play some Captain Dan and his scurvy crew. You know, I will say, older canon does appreciate that lowrider scene a lot more. It's so good. Yeah, no, it's, it's just fun. like, mm, okay, y'all. let's go, y'all. I mean, I love that song. What would be your song before you go on a 50-car heist? <sighs> I believe mm. in a thing called Love by the Darkness. Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Jeremy, Jeremy. Uh, uh, so, it's funny. I think about this. I, but when I used to, when I ran track, before I would go and, like, run a race, I would always listen to... Uh, Shine Downs Fly. I okay. think the name of it. I think it was. I, don't I, know if I'm familiar I, with I, I had to look it up again, but I, I always used to listen to that a lot. I don't know why. Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. There was also a lot of Chemical Brothers on, and like Moby was on the soundtrack. You know, Moby is such a weird individual as far as like one, his life. He's a fucking yeah. weirdo. Two, he's, he's, he's real sketchy in terms of his interpersonal romantic relationship being that there are several underage instances oh, yeah. in there. But he also has a lot of songs that he's put out for free just for people to fucking use. So that's that's cool. But he still sucks. Uh, my other song would be Rubber Band Man by The Spinners. That's a good track. That's for, for if you if you don't remember that, if uh, you've seen Infinity War recently, Avengers Infinity War, the song playing during the introduction of the Guardians in that film that, that's Rubber Band Man's what was playing. Great song. Great. So it really just gets you going, right? Yeah. Probably be um, uh, DJ Cummerbund's mashup semi-charm sign for me. That's a good one. There's yeah, also already DMX in this, wasn't it? Yeah. I would also, there's also a Glitch Mob's uh, Drive It Like You Stole It. Mm, that's a good one. Okay. And all of my, uh, all the WWE games I used to play on the 360 where you could like use your own entrance theme. Mine was always, I believe, in a thing called Love by the Darkness. And then, like, as soon as the drums kick in, that's when the pyro would hit because I was absolutely that guy. Like, I was the Cody of my own You Like, no, all the pyro. All the fucking pyro. What was pyro. the... I can't remember which which uh, WWF game it was, but I'd always use Edge's music because I always liked that one. Yeah, no, I mean, it's Alter Bridge. Yeah. Great song. 
Uh, they just put out a comic book. Oh. It's a spooky book. Fucking yeah. every band's putting out a goddamn comic book. They really are. Why? Yep, it's happening. Thanks, Gerard Way. <laughs> Why? I didn't blame Gerard Way. I blame <laughs> Keanu Reeves for this. Because uh, every fucking celebrity, too. Berserker. Yeah, that was Keanu good, was, though, right? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I got through like three issues and then lost I've read interest. the whole thing. Like, what Berserker was, Berserker was an action movie script that they turned into a comic book. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Reading through it, it's clear as fucking day. It's not terrible, though. It's just an action movie script as a comic book. But that opened the floodgates. So, like, fucking <clears throat> Amelia Clark had a three-issue series about a woman whose superpowers were tied to her period. The book was terrible. Like, it was poorly written. And it was the art was not good. Uh, and then, like, the musicians started in. So, like, fucking Joe Satriani had one. The drummer for System of a Down had a super alt-right and Randian type comic called Essentia. Wonderful. Of course. Yeah, it was, I ordered the first issue of that because I didn't know who it was, what it was about. I don't know if I can pay attention. I'm sure Zack Snyder will adapt that soon. And I, I, I read it and I was like, wow, this is terrible. And then I found out why it was terrible. So like, then Satriani got a book. Uh, Kiss has had books you know, a thousand times at this point. Kiss has been comics since the fucking 70s. Uh, Evanescence has a book. Skillet has one. I, I was getting ads for those fucking books. Didn't Coheed have one? They have like something. Well, Coheed and Camry has had their own yeah. book for like decades. Like they were just writing their comic, right? So that like that one I feel is different because a lot of these are clearly just cash ins by people. Oh. Like, I kind of like comics, but Coheed and Camry, like, those were like, no, no, we love comics. We're gonna write this comic and then do a musical for it. So I at least respect them. Like, yeah, what I read of the book's not great, but. I didn't read all of it. I, just, I didn't care that much. Yeah. So I forget the greatest comic ever written, Starboy. Starboy, the fucking uh, weekend. The weekend. <laughs> John Leguizamo had a book. Yeah. That we, re- we reviewed the first issue for uh, John Leguizamo Day here sure on the did. show. We reviewed the first issue and we watched The Pest, and I still don't know which was worse. <laughs> but he was the clown the in Spawn. <laughs> Someone, was, yeah, that was great. The best part of Spawn. <laughs> Someone listed that the other day is like slightly less racist than uh, Spawn. Best, <laughs> uh, best comic movies of like something nineties. Someone had that as like in their top three, and I was like, no, no, God, no. no. Like, I, <laughs> I love, mean, people can like Spawn, <laughs> but it's not like it's objectively not top three. Some in someone else's top three. It doesn't have to be. You, you don't have to like it, but <laughs> let people have their top threes. I just remember coming across it and being like, nope, no, sir. <laughs> like, I, I felt super old the other day because uh, some college dudes came in. They were talking about Spawn because why not? That's what they do. And uh, one of them was like, yeah, I hope they make another movie. It's like, well, McFarlane's been talking about it for years because he's a fucking huckster carnival barker at this point. That's his career. Mm-hmm. That and making Batman toys. Uh, but like, yeah. he's talking about, he got Jamie Foxx signed on. And the dude's like, oh, Fox would be good, but you need somebody like bigger who can fight. Like, uh, What's this guy? I saw him in a couple movies. Michael Jai White. He'd make a great spawn. And then I spun Fuck around and I off. slammed my fucking head into the wall. You're joking. Really? No. This kid this kid looked at me and said, Michael Jai White would be a great spawn. Like, Is this guy punking me? I was like, <laughs> Ashton, I thought you thought you stopped with punked. Where are the cameras? Who got you into my store? Uh, he looked at me and said, Michael Jai White. And I'm like, yeah, he, he was. He was spawn. The first time. Like, what do you mean the first time? Like, Sir, you need to go. Yeah, uh, you Sir, definitely you, didn't pass the bar. I don't. I don't want you to watch a grown man cry. You need to go. All these babies didn't know a Spawn movie had already happened. Nope. Ah, okay. It's okay. I mean, <coughs> my. I mean, the internet exists. I figured if you're a Spawn fan, you would know yeah, that a Spawn feel, movie yeah. existed. Yeah, I feel like yeah. <laughs> well, there, like, there was an animated series that HBO did too, which is still the best thing of Spawn. Yeah. It streamlined the book, which was not well written, and it, made, it the animation was really good. That's the best Spawn thing. Yeah, that just scared me as a kid. Yeah, was, I had the lenticular VHS. To me, like, I like the first comic book movie that I, that I remember like being like the like holy shit, this is awesome. Was like the first Hellboy followed by X two. Yeah, no, the the first Hellboy was fantastic. X two was great. Yeah. Spider-Man's still mine. Spider-Man yeah. 2, to me, is still the perfect comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Batman Returns is a close second. Yep. I remember my copy of uh, <laughs> the first Batman was VHS recorded off of, like, ripped from H- watching it on HBO. So it had, nice. had, like, a preview in the front for something completely unrelated. <laughs> so gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. Um, 
Like it's it's like when you watch this, you can really see that it's very much a prototype for movies that came after that arguably were better. Now, like the first Fast and Furious wasn't very much like Gone <laughs> in the Sixty Seconds, <laughs> but like by the time they got to three or four, like after Tokyo Drift, they absolutely adopted that ocean sort of mindset. Yeah, <laughs> oh, let's yeah. Go, let's go big, do something crazy, super fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, is it? Uh, yeah, but like we're talking like this is a remake, and I've I've seen the original Gone in sixty seconds, mm-hmm. which is different plot completely. Yeah, I imagine. It's, yeah, it's about insurance. Oh. <laughs> does it have, have boring? Does it have any Gallifreyans in it? No. <laughs> but uh, I just remember the oh the funny story. I was like when we were upstairs, and I was like it clicked. The so you know the the unicorn car in the movie is the Shelby GT five hundred. Yeah. So do you know what the five hundred and the Shelby GT five hundred stands for? No. All right, so the joke is, uh, because Richard Shelby is a really weird guy, um, <laughs> people would always be like, oh, no, it's like 500 feet of torque. And that, that may be true. I, all I know is the story that I've seen and my stepdad told me is, apparently it was 500 steps from the back of Shelby's door to the production line. Huh. Yeah, and that was the same thing with the, the 350. <laughs> weird. So, yeah. So it's how many steps it took? To yeah. Get- huh. Interesting. Because Shelby believed in marketing vehicles. Uh, Richard Shelby was a genius at marketing cars. Go watch Ford v. Ferrari. It was a really good movie. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, has You get to watch uh, <laughs> Matt Damon and Christian Bale get into a fight. But, I mean, you've heard Christian Bale get into a fight on the set of Terminator. Every time that movie gets brought up, all I can remember is going to see that movie with my buddy and we left and was like, so this movie taught me one thing, never get into a helicopter with Christian Bell. Because <laughs> every time he step foots, steps foot in a helicopter in a movie, it goes down. You know, I remember when that whole thing with Christian Bell happened and everyone's listening to the, the, the thing and they're like, wow, Christian Bell's, why is he being such a jerk? And then there's like only 20% of people like, no, look, it's a closed set. It's a very intense scene and this dude's walking around during the acting part, which is not what you're supposed to do. So, like, Christian Bell was well within his rights to be upset. Maybe not that upset, but well within his rights to be upset. Because that guy should have been walking around during the scene. I remember watching... Think about Christian Bell. Maybe think about uh, Reign of Fire. was the first movie I ever saw him in. I think that might be the first one I saw him in, too. I didn't know him as... Christian Bale. At Mine the time. was Henry V. Okay. It still blows my mind that Rain of Fire has Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <in it>. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he was a kid in Henry V. Ah. Like real young. As Kenneth Branagh as Henry V. And then uh, also Newsies. I remember seeing him in the preview for Newsies going like, oh, that's the kid from Henry V. Mm-hmm. And, and I watched a bunch of weird shit when I was young. And then he did The Machinist and lost so much weight and then bulked up for Batman. Yeah, he did Equilibrium, which is great. Yeah, it's a good movie. What the fuck happened with Ultraviolet? So he did Equilibrium, which was great. And then he went straight to The Machinist, which was great. And then he was Batman. He weighed 90 pounds in The Machinist and then went up to like... 220. Yeah, for Batman. Yeah, just bulk. And then after he did, uh, was the the one that he did about Dick Cheney, he was like, I'm not never doing this stuff ever again. (laughs) I just acquired that movie. Haven't seen it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, the D&D movie is very good. Yes. For anyone listening. Fantastic. Ken, I think you'd like it. You don't have to know about D&D to watch it. made it very accessible. We went with someone who doesn't know a whole lot about D&D and she loved it. Yeah, how, Without getting spoilery, how meta is this D&D game? Not. The no. movie, I should no, say. No, not at all. Not at all. Really? Like, yes. it's kind of a little upsetting. Well, if you're watching it, yeah. there are certain parts where you know, like, especially if you're a DM or you played a lot, there are certain parts where like, that dude just failed his check. It's essentially like a story set in the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> yeah, but like, so. like there, if you know enough, like there are things, <laughs> there are bits that are for you if you know what you're looking at, mm-hmm. but you don't have to to enjoy the movie. It's just a rollicking, fun mm-hmm. action movie with the best fat-ass dragon I've ever seen. He's, <laughs> he is the star of him. His name's Thumberchild. Honestly, he's a fat-ass dragon. He can't fly. It's not his name. His name's now is Thumberchomp. You got a thick dragon? He is thick. Thick-ass dragon, He is real... Hey, hold up. I'm like, right. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll find that to show so, you. Blink... All right, so we don't ruin it for the listeners. Uh-huh. Blink uh, twice if it was all just a D&D campaign that kids were playing. 
For the sake of our listeners, no. <laughs> this is just an honest to God story set in the D and D. Now, if yeah. you want to like watch it meta in your head, being like, I believe this is people playing this game, then you can. You absolutely can. It's but somehow the kids from Stranger Things. That'd playing. be funny. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, this is it's just set in the world of D and D. Yeah, it's set in Forgotten Realms because they make references to a ton of Forgotten Realms stuff. Yeah, it, and it's fun. And like the dragons, like he's that's a real D and D lore thing. Because mm-hmm. this dragon's kept underground and fed because he's you can do the fires and shit. And so he doesn't get out, but he's just a fat-ass dragon. And they show him in the previews. He's adorable. He, like, rolls after the heroes. He's fat. He's so <laughs> He's fat. so thick. I love him. They he's even the- call him Chunky in the movie. Like, that is a chunky <laughs> dragon. Uh, he's this- great. I love oh. him. This isn't the one from the the movie, but this was the illustration that they have out of him. Yeah. Oh, that's a big boy. That's, yeah. He's, he's, he's chunky. Thick. I love him. All right, so here's some fun trivia for Gone in 60 Seconds. But yeah, definitely, <laughs> if you get the chance, go watch D&D. It's a good movie. So Nicolas Cage did most of his own stunt driving mm-hmm. for nice. the film. And he liked uh, race car driving so much that he still pursues it as a hobby. Nice, nice. Yep. As long as he doesn't turn into, like, Harrison Ford with flying. <laughs> Uh, so when the Sphinx, Vinnie Jones, and Mirror Man, TJ Cross, are stealing the Hummer pickup truck, it was not originally scripted for the police car to fall off the ramp. Vinnie Jones had pushed the stunt driver just a little off the ramp, but did not have enough room to drive the Hummer past. He gave it a little more gas, and the Hummer smashed the car off the ramp. In the elevator afterwards, Jones said to the stunt man, that'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um... Eccleston decided to use his natural accent in the film because he said that uh, British bad guys are always either posh or cockney, which is very fair. And he described this as a terrible film in which he gave a terrible, terrible performance. I mean, I I was going to say, like, you know, for the little amount that he's on screen, he's scary as hell. Yeah, I thought he was fine. But, like, Eccleston is a hardcore actor's actor. Right. So, yeah. He's the, guy's, a- the guy's done, like, so many theater versions of Hamlet now. Man, like, yeah. this dude was giving off fucking micro PP energy the whole movie. This <laughs> bitch wants you to steal 50 cars for him. Um, 50 cars for him. 50 cars. He's only going to... Look, fuck, fuck the fact that, you know, lives are on the line. He's also like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you 200K, too. I'm like, I even said it during the movie. I'm like, fuck you, per car. Are you shitting me? How many... 50 cars. And, like, half of them are, like, exotic, one of a kind, only, like, one out of 50 ever fucking made kind of situations. <laughs> and it's stupid. Well, yeah. A little pee-pee. He had a little thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just... I love the part where they're like... These keys are laser made. It's <laughs> like nowadays, that's everything. It's all lasers, man. It's all computers. Hey, kid, I'm a computer. Did you know that Timothy Oliphant was first choice to play Dominic Toretto in Fast and Furious? What? But he wow. declined because the similarities of this film to Fast and Furious. Oh, my God. So Vin Diesel got offered the role after that. This is all according to IMDb. Wow. Yeah. That would, that's hilarious. Oh, Earth 2 fucking Fast and the Furious where fucking... Timothy Oliphant's... Yo! Uh, man, 11 <laughs> movies of Oliphant? Well, it's all about well, family. fucking uh, Vin Diesel wasn't in all the Fast and the Furious. He wasn't in Tokyo Drift, was it? Oh, he shows well, he, the well, end, like, doesn't For like five seconds, he yeah. was in it, but he wasn't in 2. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, 2 he, still he, has my favorite line of ejecto cedo, cuz. That's a good fucking line. <laughs> ejecto cedo, cuz! It was great. Uh, the role of Sway was written specifically for Angelina Jolie. That tracks. Yeah. Because uh, she geez. sticks out like a sore thumb in that movie. Yeah, it's pretty much just her with blonde hair for like the... Gotta be like seven, eight minutes total she's on screen. She's not in this movie a lot. No. She doesn't have hardly any lines. Now that I think about it, Will Patton's not in the movie a lot? No, not really. Like very few people that aren't Nicolas Cage are in this movie very much at all. Cage and then... Uh, uh, the Timothy Oliphant <laughs> and uh, the other detective. Yeah, the other detective, Delroy Lindo. That's yeah. right. So yeah, like those are the three main ones you see a lot. Yep. A lot of yeah. Oliphant, a lot of Lindo, a lot of Cage. You see his mom all of one scene when he goes to see her. Yeah. And there's a, a good amount of Duvall. Yeah. Duvall's in this a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's Nicolas Cage. Or he's Duvall. He's I'm actually really pumped to see Duvall and things. Yeah. I forgot he was in this movie. And I was like, hey! The guy that played his wife 
she's been in a lot of stuff, and I can't remember her name. Um, it's like this is a Bruckheimer joint. Oh yeah. And if I remember correctly, the lady who played uh, uh, Cage's mom yeah. in this movie was the lady at the beginning of Armageddon, which is another Bruckheimer joint, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's like your Stouffer's pot pie's been sitting on the table for two hours? I want a divorce. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the same woman. So the the nerd in this movie, Toby, the computer guy who sneaks into the van for one of the hot, the the boosts, the girl he's spotted by at that party, they ended up married in real life. Huh? Yeah. I was I was expecting this to be like a Dan Aykroyd thing. The when did they divorce? Uh, I haven't checked. <laughs> I want to know. I know that shit didn't last. <laughs> Hollywood marriages? Come on. I'm a, I'm a look. I'm a look. Talk <laughs> yourselves. It's always the fun joke of at the very beginning of Temple of Doom when they're going to the airport, the guy talking to Andy as they're approaching the plane. Yeah. It's Dan Aykroyd. It's just always Dan Aykroyd. No, like it's legit. Like it's it's so weird. It's like, I remember like the first time watching it, like I, kept, I caught his like voice and it was like, no. Wait, like, is it legit Dan Aykroyd's voice in that movie? Yeah. No, no, it's actually Dan Aykroyd. Huh. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. It's in a like while. Um, it's been a long time. Alfred Milano's the guy in the first one. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I on a rewatch, I was just like, oh man, Doc Ock got fucked up in the <laughs> yeah. first five seconds. That's what he gets for fucking with Indy? <laughs> they're still married. Holy shit! Looks like they're going for sixty years, eh? God <laughs> oh, damn! Congratulations. Congratulations. Meeting on set of Gone in 60 Seconds, Nicolas Cage made them lovers for life. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Is it hilarious to me that that scene, they're, they're stealing, like, a Cadillac, like, S, like uh, the SUVs. Back when they were, like, brand, like, the, the Escalades were, like, becoming, like, a big deal. Yeah. And, and, but I understand that sentiment of him driving through. He goes, this all looks the same, trapped in suburbia. And I'm like, yep, it all looks the <laughs> fucking same. Yeah, man, I got I lost getting to your fucking house at one time. I was just like, <laughs> everything looks the same. Yeah, it's like this is the address. It doesn't doesn't matter. There's everything. So both Oliphant and Lindo, the two detectives, appeared in works uh, based off of Elmore Leonard's books. Because huh. Oliphant's obviously in Justified, mm-hmm. but Lindo was in Get Shorty. Yes, he was. Yeah. I was getting like slight uh, shorty vibes, not like too much because that's like more of a, a comedy. Mm. But um, it's a good fucking movie though. That hasn't been on the Travolting development yet. No, mm. needs to be. Mm-hmm. There's still the the one shot in that movie at the very end when he jumps over all the cars where they CG CG'd the car. I remember seeing the behind the scenes of that and just like sitting there. Just, and now seeing it again, just like, oh, this is so bad. Thank God they didn't show the re- That scene is so short. I'm, I'm just glad that they kept it. Otherwise, I was just like, nope. Oh, my God. When that can started fucking, that giant canister started flying. Oh, around. yeah. Now, it eventually became CG, but it was like real for a second there. And it just like blasted through that truck. I was like, whoa. What was it? Uh, are you okay? You just went through a wall. And I think yeah. you were just like, he's no, dead. No, that dude's dead. That guy is paced. He got hit with a wrecking ball. On the driver's side of his vehicle, while he was moving, it had to have been at least 40 miles per hour, and then got the, the fucking wrecking ball sent him through a brick wall. There is no way that man is alive, fucking let alone uninjured, but dusty. Like, no, he is paced. He is fucking jello right no, now no, in the front of that goddamn car. It's Bruce Willis from... This fucking cream of bacon in that fucking ride. Just like they open that door and it's just tomato soup coming out. <laughs> That's what that man is. There's no way he's alive. It's a Brock Iron. There's. It's so weird thinking about it now. There are so <laughs> many movies with Cage and uh, that are Brockheimer productions in yeah. like that 2000 range. That's because Brockheimer made all the 2000s movies. Yeah, Every all one of them. them. I remember fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, Spider-Man Two. <laughs> yep. Totally broke my <laughs> No. Well. 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 Where? Do we have anything else to say about Gone in 60 Seconds? Uh, I say if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah, it's worth a watch. It's yeah. definitely worth sure. a watch. Make sure you're watching the 2001 and not the original. <laughs> Yeah. I'm still just flabbergasted this is a fucking remake. Most things I mean, in Hollywood are remakes. I believe it, but at the same time, I'm just like, uh, Do you what? know how many times... So you've seen I Am Legend, right? Yeah. Do you know how many times that movie... that how, what, what number of remake that one was? Yeah, that had to have been six or seven. It was the... 
second because there was the original, which is uh, I Vincent think it's, Price. Yeah. Then there's Omega Man yep. with Charlton Heston. Yep. Then there's Last Man on Earth. Yep. And then there's I Am Legend. So that would have been the fourth. Yeah. They're blowing my mind right now. It's how many times that story has been repurposed. And Big a, screen form. I think there were a couple of like riffs or takeoffs in oh, wow. other like TV shows. Because I know Simpsons did a reference to Omega Man, which itself is, you know, I Am Legend. Yeah. And out of all of them, Omega Man's probably the best, the most accurate to the book. I would have said the Will Smith one up until the last 10 minutes, but they're doing a sequel. They just announced it. That's going to use the original uh, <clears throat> DVD only ending. Yeah, the which is the better ending. ending the yeah. real ending. Because here's the thing about I Am Legend. The whole point of the movie is these mutants uh, have their own society, but the last dude who's not a mutant has been killing them and studying them and just like he's their boogeyman. He is the legend of the title, right? And he realizes that in the end when they're like, oh my God. I'm the real monster here. Oh, shit. But in the Will Smith movie, they had that as the ending where all the mutants show up because he kidnapped the mutant leader's wife. And they're like, we just want our woman back, man. The fuck? You kidnapped her person. And he's like, oh, God, I'm the real, I'm the real bad guy. I'm ashamed of myself. But the, they didn't believe that audiences would like it. So what they did, they made it to where he sends the woman and child who are uninfected out, like the back door, like fucking sky escape or some shit and grabs a grenade and launches himself into the fucking mutants in his basement and is the stupid I was I saw that in theaters I was like finally it looks like a good adaptation of this film that doesn't have Charlton Heston <laughs> I was like, yeah and I was so fucking angry at the end of it I'm like what the fuck was that fuck you and then I saw the DVD like with the original ending and I watched it and I'm like you mother and you're fuckers you're madder that's the ending <laughs> How dare you? At least give me one a version of the movie that has this ending back in. I don't have to go to a fucking extra special thing to fucking watch. Fuck you. And now they're doing a sequel where the original ending is the actual ending. And I think that's a good idea. Yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that fucking uh, bonus ending was the best. Yeah. In my opinion as well. But people that like watch that movie who don't know about that ending, how fucking confused are they going to be? <laughs> it's like somehow... I am legend returned. <laughs> well, it's like it's like you know, Army of Darkness had two different endings. Hell, Army of Darkness I mean, had like that series four, had three different beginnings. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I mean, cool, I guess. But also, it's a little weird to me. Yeah, I mean, it's no Gladiator two where the spirit of Maximus. No, that's, that's no. happening though. No, but they're not they're not doing the spirit of Maximus shit. They f- cowards. <laughs> Fucking. I am about a sequel to Gladiator. Russell Crowe's too busy being an exorcist. You know, oh, right. That's the, it looks movie. terrible. I'm it so does. fucking over and it's getting. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a junk film. It. How many... How many... You, fucking... <laughs> you can't... There's, there, Breathe, Cannon. No, I'm sick of it. There, how, many, how many exorcism movies do we have and it's the same bullshit in every one of them? That's All one them. that needs a fucking reinvention right there. You know what? Fuck, fast and... Fast and Furious Exorcism Road. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, Dominic Toretto is possessed by a demon, and only the family can save him. <gasps> oh no! Fuck yes! What if, oh god! What if he's possessed by the ghost of Paul Walker? What if he's possessed by Ghost Rider, and it's a Marvel movie? Oh god! Oh, yes. <laughs> and Creed's on the soundtrack. Oh no! <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm instantly not going to see it. You know, no, I'll be okay. Spit, all right, before we cut this shit off, uh, all right, worst soundtrack ever in a movie. There, well, I was there, all, all I know is the era of fucking techno. That sounded like the most out of place fucking music for this movie. I have one that I think is worse. Okay. The Ben Affleck Daredevil film. Nope. Oh. Nope. <laughs> Disagree. Oh. <laughs> fucking you, man. I'll even give Nickelback this. That fucking bar fight where Nick, oh, he the whole and go, oh, no, 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 no. beating the shit out of people in the dark when lights flickering for some reason. Sonar, he can't see because he's Daredevil. Well, there's also the Evanescence Electra training scene. Evanescence, who also had their okay. own comic book. Okay, that one, that was fucking Bring Me to Life. And yeah. yeah, that one has, that one was done to death like the second day that song hit the fucking airwaves. <laughs> I swear to God. That plays at work from time to time. Oh, still to this day. 
Hell, people played it in the kitchen unironically when I worked <laughs> over there. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. What else is on, man? Hoobastank's on that fucking Ugh. CD. I know. <laughs> Hoobastanky. <laughs> God. Hell yeah. It's like new metal and butt rock all day. <laughs> I bet Creed's on there somewhere too, baby. Probably. I bet. I fucking either, either it's Creed or Scott Stapp solo somewhere. I mean, outside of that arc, even that R. Kelly song, the Batman and Robin soundtrack is bad. Oh, my God. That's you, the one. Oh, wait, no, Batman and Robin. I was thinking of Batman Forever because of Kiss from the Rose. You know, that's Seal, and Seal is amazing. Don't you, you fucking, you will get kissed by a rose tonight, motherfucker, if you fucking don't care about it. Gotham City is the R. Kelly song. Oh, my God. Where he describes Gotham as a city of both justice, love, and then also peace. Yeah. And a city for every one of us. Now, Gotham City's a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, city of justice, no. City of love, absolutely not. City of peace, hardly. A city for every one of us? No, 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 thank you. I mean, you figure many times that motherfucker went to the bathroom, he'd read a comic book every now and then. <laughs> you don't he don't move to Gotham. He didn't know the, how fucking. Um, like, he pretty much just took the fucking Space Jam, I Believe I Can Fly songs. Like, all right, like, I can make this song again. <laughs> I just got them sitting instead of flying. It's perfect. And they did a World's Greatest for Muhammad Ali, which is just like, okay, I'm just going to talk about myself, and then people think I'm talking about Ali. Perfect. I, I believe I'm Batman. <laughs> I, be I believe I can catch this man. Think about it in my nightly cave. With my cave. Cry my mascara away. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Oh, shut up. Get out. <laughs> no, kidding. Play me off, Johnny. <laughs> Yo, but for real, I, I can't even bullshit. I used to sing the shit out of that song back in the day. I mean, I, I have done <laughs> several R. Kelly songs for karaoke. Uh, back when it wasn't quite as well known among regular Joes that he was a fucking monster. Oh, yeah. Total monster. Yeah. You know, people learn. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm, just, I'm getting kind of used to this because a lot of my favorites and shit turn out to be terrible. Yeah. Like uh, Kevin Spacey was my favorite actor for a long time. Same. Uh, Chris Benoit was my favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Warren Ellis, one of my favorite comic book writers. Didn't the director of this movie kind of um uh didn't we talk about that like like a year or two ago? Yeah, we we talked about it after uh Color <laughs> Out of Space because we reviewed Color Out of Space. We were very excited for the Cthulhu verse headline or like by that director he was working on it. And then like a week later he beat the fuck out of his wife. Ugh, Ugh. Gross. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, we had Ginger Dead Man and Gary Busey. So we had to like, oh. yeah, oh, Gary Busey. Like, I've met Gary Busey. It was like a day oh, later. Yeah, like, God. <laughs> we got to stop willing shit into existence. I need to stop liking things, apparently. <laughs> there were, there's been two things now that me and you, Jim, have, have discussed, and then the next, like, week or so, so something's happened, and we're like, oh, God. Yeah. However, I think we're going to be responsible for the next Creed reunion. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Jeremy, you are going to be partly nope. responsible nope. for the Creed nope. return tour. No. Okay. So, we Scott's have hat. talked about this director before because he directed Season of the Witch... Oh. And swordfish. Ooh, wait, he directed swordfish. Okay, oh my swordfish. god. So never mind. You aren't one of the bad ones. You just directed movies we've seen. Yes, <laughs> uh, movies oh. that we actually reviewed pretty similar. Like this was weird, but it was all right. It's like, why is this green? Yeah, very <laughs> green. we even said that at the beginning of this movie. Like, why is it so green? Uh, Same fucking dude. It's literally two thousands. <laughs> oh, the so Matrix was last year. Yep. Everything has to be tinted green or orange. <laughs> Thanks, Wachowskis. All right. I think that'll about do us for tonight. Uh, I, we hope we've entertained you in 60 minutes. Ooh, we're almost <laughs> there. So, Cannon, social media star, that's influencer. Not that's I'm not, no. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for anything. See, that's that's whose face it has to be on the billboard. Yes, this one. That's I got to shave, get my mustache back. Though. Right, okay. Uh, where can the people find you online? Well, they can find me at that Cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and TikTok. Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> folks can find me on Instagram at PressArtF4. It's uh, for all my little art stuff. Sometimes I occasionally yell at the moon. 
Uh, I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash backwards hero where me and some friends are now playing across the obelisk that has been robbing me of sleep. Uh, I'm also on a new show now (laughs) called The Instruction Booklet Mm -hmm. uh, where me and my friend Pons talk about video game history. Our episode zero is out. We talk about Easter eggs and next month we'll be doing our first episode. It's actually a history episode. Uh, going from the 1940s to all the way to the 1950s. Nice. So, nice. That's I, right. That's here on the the all you can hear network. The informational pamphlet. Yeah. Hey, it's instruction booklet. That's so. what I said. And uh, what? It's got. It's on Facebook at the instruction booklet and on Twitter at instruction underscore bk. Yep. Because I couldn't fit mm. instruction booklet because it was too many. Letters. Burger That's King. That's fair. I'm gonna need you to send me those so I can add it to the link tree soon. I got Burger King's gonna sue you. Yep. Yeah. Super I know. sue. <laughs> I'll fight the king. <laughs> and I have been Captain Chimmy, as we discussed. That's just my fucking name now. You can find me at Captain Chimmy's kind of art. Captain Chimmy's almost music. Captain Chimmy's toy box. You can also find me here in Tuscaloosa at the comic strip, six days a week, nine and a half to eleven hours a day, just depending. Uh, I sell comics. It's what I do. You can also check out our merch store, tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. I'm also playing the game Sifu. I'm not on Twitch. I'm not anywhere you can watch me. I'm just playing it, and I wanted to tell you. It's very fun. The game is fun. It's quite good. It's on the list. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you for listening, uh, for joining us for what is not our 100th-ish episode uh, I don't have the schedule right in front of me for what's coming up next, but we got shit coming. So, you know, just stay tuned. It's not like the fucking schedule matters anyway these days. We'll see what happens. But as of right now, we'll plan on seeing you next week. And yeah, thanks for listening. Go buy a t-shirt. And we are done in 60 minutes. That's right. Woo! Leave Woo! us a comment. <laughs> now. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box?